This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. In part two for the Michael Montgomery or Mike Montgomery episode, we dive more into his podcast, Ideas and Stuff, Calgary Movers, Shakers, and Idea Makers, his favorite guests, which are entrepreneurs, and more. Enjoy the episode. My name is Michael Montgomery, and I'm recording from Calgary, Alberta. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. This show is about eating, reading, and creating. How these three things influence us every day and the people that make this happen. Isn't it you or me or our friends? Who's one of your favorite guests you've interviewed? I've had so many great guests. You know, some of the thoughts that from them. Yeah. yeah, Some of the, you know, some, some people are, you know, you get them on the show Mm -hmm. and they start off and it's, you know, it's professional. You're getting to know their business. You're getting to know what, Mm -hmm. what they're about. And then as you go deeper, you just get like these different layers of, of people. Um, some, some really notable ones. You know, I really liked Vince Fowler was a very good one. I really enjoyed having him on. This might have been about a year ago or so. And he's he's actually a he's a business coach in Calgary. But he's got a, just a really cool story. He's got a military background. And he just had a very interesting way of looking at the world based on his military background. And I, I found that episode I've listened to a number of times. He listens to his podcast episodes a number of times. Hmm, as a podcaster, I find this fascinating and something I do not do. However, my daughter has listened to my podcast episodes numerous times. Not sure this counts, though. But have you re-listened to podcast episodes? And if you have, what makes you go back? If you're a podcaster, do you listen to your own episodes for enjoyment or just for technical and editing reasons. So interesting that Mike does this. There are so many great takeaways, but mm-hmm. he was a, he was a very very good guest, and I've had really enjoyable, fun guests as well. Everybody in every episode will have some part that I love and I want to I want to take out. Mm-hmm. But it's the people that are the storytellers, you know. That I just I, I I I'm just enthralled with them if they're if they have a very good ability or if they have a very interesting story. I yeah, love and that. some people are so um, like intimate and open about you know yeah. what they've been through or how they got here or the business that failed. Like totally. when I listen to to yours, and um, I always love that how raw people can be. It's oh, and I like, love that. Damn. I absolutely love that. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't. I as far as the guests are concerned, like it's. The point of the podcast is, yeah, to interview the guests, to get their stories, mm-hmm. and also to to kind of promote, promote them in business. a sense. Yeah. And I think that even if somebody's talking to me, like, sometimes I'll be somewhat open with them, but it takes me a few sessions before you'll, like, get the the real ins and outs of mm-hmm. who I am. And I think that there's other guests that are kind of similar to that. You know, like, they come on the show and they talk about their business and that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. it's still super, super interesting, where then there's the other guests that are just, like, an open book. 
in like Blaine Hay. Yeah, yeah. I find that I find that really interesting. But there's no real right or wrong. I'm just I'm just really interested by people's stories. And then typically what really gets me is some of the more which it probably gets all of us is the more challenging. I would I don't want to say negative, but the harder the yeah, when people really open up about their human challenges because it's such a shared experience that mm-hmm. I think we all have, but we're we're not as open with like we always want to present these Instagram worthy lives mm-hmm. and we all have these challenges. So I find when you do have somebody who's willing to open up and tell that story, you can learn so much, but then you also just have this natural connection. Like we're all kind of, we all have our own little issues. Mm-hmm. And when they open up and they say that, it's just such a, it's such a great connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like you can learn so much from somebody else's challenge or opportunity right and just like the path that they took and and that's what I love too is just how it kind of reflects on them like immediately like when they share that they're like stand-ups taller they're Mm -hmm. proud they yeah you know they really want to gleam about this exceptional thing yeah to them oh yeah it may just be like Oh, and Nothing it, to somebody else, but to them, it's just like they're so light up about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's yeah. it's such a great way of putting it. And you know, when they when they open up and they tell you a story that is clearly very you know personal to them, mm-hmm. but they're opening it up and they're telling it to to my audience. Mm-hmm. You you feel the connection, but yeah, you also just see that we're all just individuals and we're all trying to go through and figure out this life thing. Right. Yeah. And so my podcast really, it tends to focus more so on say like the startup business crowd. Right. Which I love. Yeah. But there's also some artistic folks and that sort of thing. But then when you get these like startup business people who, you know, they're, they're very driven, they're very mm-hmm. successful, but then they tell you about all those challenges that got to where they're at. Mm-hmm. It's all it, the failures or whatever, yeah, it's right? Just, it's so interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, love, I, really, I love that element of it. I really like that too. And then the more organic you can be. Yeah, totally. Does he have some good passion in him? He's so thoughtful and empathetic towards his guests and experiences they share. Since so many of them are newbies in their field, startups and first-time business owners, they have so much more moxie and naivety, plus the knowledge to push this business forward, whatever it might be for them. Um, Have you had anybody that's been the most surprising? So you kind of went in there with a bit of a, you know, your canned opinion of them, LinkedIn or, you know, their business profile, and then you go in and you're like, wow, like I was... Like your military guy, probably. Yeah, he was. For, he was. For, uh... He was really, really good. One of my guests, she actually reached out to me recently. She's came on twice now, so her name is Jen Lucier. Okay. And she originally came on. She was one of my first guests, oh, and she had a she had a really cool startup company. It was called Equipped, and then she she reached out to me. This was probably a few months ago. And she's like, hey, Michael, we did that podcast. Things have changed now. I'm starting something a little bit new, but I'd like to sit down and talk to you about how my startup kind of went to crap. Awesome. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, that is so exciting. Uh So she came on and she she came on. So she was, I think she was episode in the 70s. 
And so she told the whole story. That's of, episode 70, not in the 70s. Is it 70? No, I don't know. Okay, it's right in like, there. You're like, yeah, yeah, 1970s, no. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was in the 70s. It was number 70, yeah. in, that, in that realm. And she came on and she told the story of how how it went amazing and, you know, she was on top of the world and then how they ran into some challenges with the business model and then how they started to run out of money and then how she had to deal with investors that were family and friends. That one. Oh, it was, it, it was very, very interesting. Mm. And yeah. She got a lot of really good feedback on that. So when I sat down with her, I was like, okay, I was expecting us to kind of go through her new venture because that's right. what I thought. I was like, okay, so she started a new venture. But when we sat down yeah, she started to get into this and we just kept unpacking it. And she was, mm. she was so open about it. She's such a nice person. And it was a really enjoyable episode. Interesting. Yeah, she really unpacked that, that side of things. It yeah, really, that, really cool. that is a really good um, perspective too. Mm-hmm. Because your audience is who you interview. Yeah. Right? I'm assuming that's yeah. who's listening to you is who you're interviewing. And oh, yeah. So they could learn a lot from that. They could learn a lot from that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Love and then that. I had another guy recently, Mitch. He has a, uh, he has an energy tea company called Revita. And he is, he's a engineer by trade. And he's like, you know what? I just kind of wanted to go and start a, start a business. So he has this great engineering job and he, and he jumped out to create this energy tea drink. Okay. Yeah, and he's just, he's such a motivating guy. Young guy. What the heck? Young guy. He's like yeah. natural bodybuilder. He's got this full time petroleum engineering job. He's starting this energy team. Oh, so he didn't quit his engineering. No, well, he's transitioning right okay, now yeah. as he's doing his funding for his company, and I, he was just so motivating. He's just such a interesting, and you're listening to him on yeah. the podcast, and you just from it, you just you you pick up on his energy. Oh, so, that, so those great. certain people were, were mm. great. Yeah. So it's been, yeah. it's been a really fun, it's been a really fun road listening and interviewing people throughout it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I like when it's organic like that and you can kind of get into the, you know, you're here for this, but you came away with that. Yeah. That, the other part of it, the yeah. humanity part or the, the hidden side. Or yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because I, <clears throat> you know, I find their, their interests, their, their business model to be very interesting. Personally, I mm-hmm. find that to be very interesting. Like, where did you get your idea from? And how did, how, how are you making money from this concept? Mm-hmm. Like that sort of stuff really fascinates me. And then you get into, yeah, their personal stuff. Isn't this how life is? You go in with an objective, a list of questions, let's say, and then you come away with some life lessons. Someone else teaches you or shows you what they've been through. It's such an uplifting podcast dynamic. You can tell Mike is personable and wants the behind the scenes. Also about the person, not just about the business. So what I found with my podcast from my listeners is, of course, they want to know about the person, the business and that sort of thing. And then what they really like is like, who is this person behind it? Right. So that's where, so in my podcast, I kind of start with business related questions. And then you'll see as the show goes on, we start to get into the personal. Mm-hmm. Element. So it's like, what is the day in the life? Like, yeah. So some... how's your morning start? Like, yeah, yes, that's that sort kind of stuff. Things, yeah. Totally. And, and I just find the audience really enjoys that. And so do I. Yeah. Cause you have here on your website, I'm on your website yeah. and it's, you got like a few clips from people. Yeah. There's a few clips. <clears throat> my first two hours of my day are always the same. Yeah. Like yeah. the regimentedness of some of these entrepreneurs are just like, yeah, 
Yeah, like, it's like me. I'm interviewing Michael Montgomery. Like, yeah. I'm just like that is what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. This is what I'm it's, doing. It's right? direct. Yeah, this is exactly what I'm doing. And then um, Tanya Kashowski. Yeah, she was really cool. My leadership philosophy is: you listen to yourself with empathy and care, then you act on that. Following this, you listen to others with empathy and care. Yeah. yeah. And it is so like we need more kindness. Yeah. Oh, we totally do. We need so much more kindness, right? Oh, totally. And I, I always like with my daughter, I'm like, you have to be kind to people because you never know what happened that day. Oh, yeah. Or that morning or yesterday or you, you have to try to have empathy and kindness mm. all the time. And it's yeah. hard because we get hung up on our own thing in our Instagram lifestyle and totally. whatever, right? But yeah. Yeah. So I liked, I liked that little clip that you put in there. And then what did Craig Rushton say? We are done with mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There will no longer be room for mediocrity, but for greatness, there will always be room. Yeah, I just, I, like, how does that, he's just, like, such a quotable moment. And like, he's he's got a ton of those. He was one of my first guests, too. He's an amazing guy. And like, like I know, I was sat in your room for all the 400 people? Like, totally. I was like, is this Tony Robbins or I what? I know. Like, yeah. wow. So, There's no room for that. Yeah, he's just, he's very, very driven guy. He's in the real estate industry as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh he comes from Vancouver. So in, in real estate, oh. like in any other business, if you come to a new city that's so, it, it really depends on who you know mm-hmm. and your connections in city. And he uprooted his life and then came to Calgary, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he was in his late thirties or forties, like kind of like that time in your career where you're like in you growth make it, Yeah. 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 So he starts most a new real making. estate business here in Calgary and he just like, he grinded his way for two years to really get to mm. it. And he's, he's, he's a successful guy. And I mm. just, like those sort of things, it's very telling on how he approaches his day. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, very focused. Totally. Like, I'd like <laughs> to meet I that guy. Use, I could use more of that. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, and then you have J.D. Mefo. Yeah. Mefo? Yeah. Yeah. Mefo? Yeah. And then, is that a man or a woman? He's a man. Man. It doesn't matter what you do. If you are a commission employee, you are paid on your worth. Yeah. If you think you are not getting a fair pay, you work harder and seek help. Yeah. Yeah, just really good stuff. So, yeah, like, I I was actually going to copy this. I'm like, that's such a good idea. I should pull, like, some quotes from... Just a couple that you can... can, And I could could honestly keep going. Like, every single episode, you'll... If you listen to it... I think that's really neat. You can pull little little pieces out of it. Yeah. And and it's about, too, it's about, like, putting investment into yourself first. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't have your motorcycle hobby or, you know, something else that caresses that side of your brain mm-hmm. and gives you an interest in something else other than work, mm-hmm. you're not going to be as, as depth. You're not going to have mm-hmm. like, right. You're not going to have like that soul that can share this other side of you. Oh you're yeah. It's going to be very like flat and linear and yeah, more linear than maybe we are, but more, more just shallow. But I think that there's, there's so much <laughs> out there right now. And I've been a victim of this. Of You need to, you need to be working 24 seven to have, to be successful or there's, there's this mentality. Come on, you listen to Tim Ferriss, four day work week. No, I, I totally, and I totally subscribe (laughs) to that, but you, you listen to some podcasts out there about like, whether it's building businesses Mm -hmm. or becoming successful in Mm -hmm. one way, shape or form. And I think a lot of them, you know, they're, they're targeted to everybody, but I would say a lot of them can be targeted more so towards like a millennial audience of how it's like work, work all the time in this grind mentality. 
And yeah, I think just like you said, you can end up getting so narrow focused on this that you, yeah, and you, you miss certain things in life that are important. And if you've ever had like a big job, like a big project, and you worked early and you stayed late and you did the extra and you did this and that, mm. in the end, like it didn't matter. No. Because you didn't do the one thing that somebody wanted you to do. You did like these 40 other things. Yeah. And, you know, you pissed off your family or whatever along the way because you worked all the time. Yeah. And you got no monetary gain, no like slap on the back, good job. Yeah. It wasn't worth it in the end. Yeah. So you have to, and I know like when you get older, you're like, okay, this is going to be something that's going to give me value for a long time. This Mm -hmm. is going to be really short lived and you're going to just like take the bumps on the side and. It's funny when you say millennials, because I work with a couple right now and like two different people and they're both millennials and they are so aggressively eager, mm-hmm. right? Urgent. It's like things are urgent. Mm-hmm. This is not urgent. I can assure you we have like, you know, 14 hours to figure this out or yeah. right. It's like the voice of reason because of yeah. my age and experience. Yeah. Age, which, which goes a long way. And I, so I hire and train some real estate agents at, mm-hmm. our, at our company. We bring them on and, you know, I sit down with them and it's, and I ask them about their goals and that sort of thing. And they're like, yeah, you know, in at least, you know, longest, like six months time, I want to be at X amount. And I'm just like, that's great to be eager. I don't want to take anything away from somebody who's eager, but I also think that you're doing yourself somewhat of a disservice if you're not able to really enjoy this whole process of life throughout the, the, throughout the life. well, yeah, and you have nothing to measure in six months. No, you don't. Like I like, uh, and I I don't want to ever take something away and like crush their spirit, them, yeah, or take hey, away their eagerness. It's like I still want that. I want that fire. You still mm-hmm. need that fire in your in belly. belly. Yeah, yeah, you do, but you. I, I think you need to be you need to be a little bit more open to the fact that there's a lot going on in this world and you can enjoy like we're in we're in your house right now where there's mm-hmm. quilts and there's clearly a lot of interests mm-hmm. outside of just one narrow minded thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important. Yeah, and I like when you do your interviews, I think you get to that side of people. Yeah. And so I, they can they kind of feel like, you know, happy about sharing a little bit of a personal passion of theirs yeah, and what drove them into being passionate in this other area, this startup or yeah. entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. 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 Cool. You have favorite houses that you've sold or favorite like people? Like, is yeah. You like know, that? it's, that, that's a really good question. It's all about it's, people. It is. Business. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. It's so, it's so true. Like the, the house itself, We've in real estate as a real estate, like residential real estate agent, Mm -hmm. we find that you're not necessarily, you do sell properties, but more than anything, you're working with people, right? Mm -hmm. It could be a house. It could be a car. It could be anything. It's how you can actually deal with, with the people. So I've had very, very interesting people that I've dealt with. I've seen a lot of very interesting homes in Calgary, both good and bad and everything under the sun that you can possibly imagine and possibly walk into. Right. Yes. We've walked into it on it so yeah it's a really interesting job from that standpoint but again i think it comes it comes back to the people and it's funny you know most people are good people when you're in a people facing job you're in a business that is consumer facing Mm -hmm. you're dealing with families and people throughout the day and I, i find that most people are are really good interesting people uh, my name is Michael Montgomery, and you can find me at www.ideasandstuff.ca 
And for social media, it's Ideas and Stuff Podcast. And don't you find in general, like, most people are good. Most people are good Most people. people have, like, the best interests at heart. You're going to get a few bad apples. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get the odd bad driver on the road that's gonna cut you off, and then and then the throw you the middle. Yeah, yeah, throw you the middle we finger. Are in totally. Yeah. But most people are really good people, so that's the element of my job that I like. The that's most. funny because my girlfriend I was talking to today, she's also a realtor, mm-hmm. and she says, "So, like, what do you love about your job?" Mm-hmm. And I said, like, is it the homes? Like, is it? And she's like, no, it's, I'm in the business of people. It's I'm people. selling people. Uh, she's like, I say one bonus room and three bedrooms like 10 times a day. Yeah. Like, it's not, I've seen everything. Yeah. It's the people, though, that make the experience. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of build off that. Oh, you don't like this? Okay, I have another property that I think is now you know yeah. what they like the layout or they like the flooring yeah. or whatever, it, it, right? And it kind it, of drives you. It drives you. And it's, that's such an interesting <laughs> point because when people are looking at homes, they may say, you know what, I need the three bedroom plus a bonus room. But it's not that they need the three bedroom plus a bonus room. It's that they have a kid and that, you know, their parents are That's aging. That's the checklist or, or yeah, whatever. Like okay. there's, there's what they need on paper and then there's what they actually need in life. Mm-hmm. And as you go through the process it, when you're, when you're selling real estate with them is you're going through the home and you're getting to know that person on such an intimate level mm-hmm. that it's less becomes about the three bedroom, the bonus room. It becomes the fact that the husband is really not enjoying his job and he wants to start up a business, let's say, and he needs that third bedroom because he needs to have an office. Right. And then so now you don't necessarily need the three bedrooms. You need a two bedroom plus a den or something in the basement that you that where he can work. So you just like that. That's a very minor trivial example, but I think this is a great example. Like most of us in life, we have this idea and try to be very specific with the details. But in the end, the story comes out. The whys are answered. And there's more depth to the questions and the people involved than at the start. Like walking through a home. But it's really relatable. It is. Because you kind of go in with this, like we were talking about, you start your podcast with this you know, linear yeah. or questions. Mm-hmm. And then you end up leaving with the story. Yeah. And, and it's got to be the same thing about the house. It's yeah. the, okay, we have the fundamentals of square footage and location and yeah. color and whatever. And then yeah. we leave with this but it's, new it, idea it, it, or it, this organic. It kinda, yeah. It kind of comes process. down to the, to the whole why prospect, right? It's like, so I need 2000 square feet. Well, why do you need 2000 square feet? Is it because, hmm. is it because your friend has 2000 square feet mm-hmm. or is it because you plan on having another kid? Because it's not really 2000 square feet. You need, you, it's either, a certain layout. It's a certain layout or a right. certain idea. Um, do you need to be in a certain area because mm-hmm. of, because you want to have that title that you live in this area or do you need something? Like there's so many different mm. ways of going about it. So when I first got into real estate, yeah, it was about here's the home. It's a puzzle. Do you like the home? Right. And then now it's it's so much more a people thing. Okay. So did you figure that out in six months? Like you're new, Yeah, new totally. New I figured out everything yeah. in life in, in six months and then it was <laughs> you're, off you're to the like, races. Where you were, totally. Yeah. That's so easy. <laughs> yeah. What a great life lesson, hey? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And then you just charge accordingly and you coach, life coach on the side. Totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what gets it done.
So when you um, do your recording on site, we were kind of mm-hmm. joking about this earlier, but like people have like people walking into their office and, mm-hmm. you know, interrupting it and they're not taking you seriously or maybe they're not <laughs> yeah. taking, you know, their partner seriously mm-hmm. because it's their colleague. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue because you we need to be organic about the process. Mm-hmm. So you don't want it to be ruined or be interrupted too much but part of that is the environment you're recording in because mm-hmm. you're in their environment mm-hmm. right you're sitting at their desk mm-hmm. in their yeah. workspace so you must have some ways about kind of honing in the conversation which you've shared a little bit with me and yeah. like he kind of keeping them on point and being respectful of their time totally right and you don't want to be overstepping like we're in my studio and we have nothing but time but mm. When you're in somebody's work site and you're there for a professional dialogue, mm-hmm. how do you stay on track or do you let the interviewee kind of lead that? I so I have you're pretty some, controlled with the lengths of your shows. I yeah, I try to keep it pretty controlled just because I I want to hit certain points mm-hmm. in in, the, in a certain period of time. And although I could talk forever and ever with some people, I I, I'm somewhat doing it for the listener's sake is let's hit these points and let's let's get it all out there. Which I think I love, is great. Yeah. I need to learn more of that. Well, but, it, it, you know, that just came from from feedback from mm-hmm. listeners. Like, hey, Mike, that one went way too long and you kept blabbing, so cut that out. And so we shortened it oh, up. Oh, I like, would love feedback like that, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get any, so I'm like, I'm just a rambling ramberson, but. At times, though, like there's there's good episodes, there's episodes where I think I could improve and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And then what I found is I really like that 25 to 35 mm-hmm. minute or so. And that's typically people's commute, too. So that's what we're that's what we're targeting. Mm-hmm. And so the way that I do and every guest is different because you'll sit down with somebody who is, say, you know, who does a lot of public speaking and they're going to be super comfortable jumping on and starting the conversation right away. Right. Right. Mm hmm. And then you'll have somebody who is maybe very, very technical and doesn't have as much public speaking experience Mm -hmm. or something like that. So we really ease into those conversations, maybe a little slower and explain to them how it works and let them know that it's all editable and that sort of thing. And I I have a little five minute rundown on how it's going to work that I talk to people. I say, look, it's editable. If there's anything that's said you want removed, we we can remove it. Um, We'll just kind of start this conversation. And then if you want me to ask a question again, I can do it. Although I find 99 times out of 100, most people are just, you just start the conversation and it's fine. Do you prep them ahead of time? So I give them the option. I say, do you want questions beforehand to prepare or do you want to just turn into a conversation? Yeah. Yeah. And I say people are 50-50. Some people want Mm -hmm. to have some guiding questions so that they can prepare. Mm -hmm. And then some people will print out my questions and then have line by line. But I always let them know that we're going to go off topic, right? Right. Yeah, be like, flexible and open. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I find that even sh- when they re- bring in their questions and they start reading them, in about two minutes they put it down and we just we're talking. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like I prep people as well because mm-hmm. I don't want. I, I mean, the interviews that I like the most, the ones that seem most natural, mm-hmm. are they're definitely prepped. Yeah, it's not like a totally off-handed conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just curious so about 50, 50, cause it depends on who you ask. Well, I would want to know. Yeah. So I can prepare and literally have like a yeah. proper answer. And I know some of my, like I do this Valerie segment and they, mm-hmm. 
the exactly. Valerie's, they want to know what we're going to discuss. Yeah. That's and they scary. want to prepare and they want to think about it yeah. and that sort of thing. And I'm like, is it because you're a Valerie? Yeah. <laughs> it's something to do with it's the like, name. Yeah. So then I'm like <laughs> kind of connecting those. And then I also allow them to, if you want want me to ask you a question, yeah. then put that in there too. And then mm-hmm. I can bait them a bit. Yeah. And they love that, right? Yeah. I think yeah. that's, I've started to do that recently too. I, I think that goes a long way. Yeah. Right? Because they want to show off something, right? Yeah, then they have absolutely. an opportunity to yeah. share it with a a group. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. And, and sometimes my questions, they don't hit on everything that they want to really communicate. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that that goes a long way too. Is there anything um, that you want me to ask you? Because I didn't actually give you that option. You didn't give me that option. No. no, I mean, I, yeah, you did send me some questions I did, beforehand. Yeah. I had a look at them today too, but I'm, I'm less, you're, you're organized, you're structured. I'm more I would go with the flow, but at the same time, your questions were were all very clear and organized. So okay. there's not really anything that I would say that I would that I'd want to highlight outside of what the questions were. Okay, good. Yeah, they were very very good. Oh, thanks. I like I kind of just take a collection of what I listen to of yours, and then I yeah. kind of see the banter that seems more natural. And you interviewed. Um, one I was like, I got to interview you, was you interviewed the lady that's up on center and runs the doggy daycare there. Oh, yeah. 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 And I and she was just newly open. Yeah. And I happened new. to hear it on your episode. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, that's right in my neighborhood. Like, I should, like, reach out to Michael and find out, like, yeah. oh, what that one was about. And she was a pretty neat lady. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was very, very, I've had, I think I've had two doggy daycares or three. Hilarious. And they're, yeah, they're, they're really good. Again, coming back to me trying to be as organized as possible, mm-hmm. I should get like, I, I started with a Google sheet of people coming in and I, so I reached out to this person and then I interviewed and then I did my promo and it was very logical and organized. And then I gave up on that. So there's been a few times where I've recorded the episodes and I sent them off to the editor and then the person reaches out and they're like, hey, is that is, is that show coming up? Because you have about a month delay just because there's okay. a few shows lined up. Yeah, yeah, you got out. some in queue. Yeah. yeah. A month delay? Sorry about this, Mike. My life got away from me before producing this episode. But it's been so fun to listen from the outside and add my comments and notes. So thanks for your patience. And I'm like, shoot, I I knew I forgot something and I have to go back and listen to their episode. And I go, thank God I found it. There was one though. So I have two microphones that I do with, with my guests. And there was one where I lost the file for his microphone. And so I had my microphone, but I lost the one for his microphone. So the audio, <laughs> if, you, if you listen to it, it's I'm extremely loud. And then he's just like this, this, this little whisper. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And, yeah. You know, again, most people are pretty understanding. Well, one of them, so I do recordings over Skype. Yeah. And one of them was a Valerie that I recorded who lives in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. And I, like, adored her. Mm-hmm. I adored her passion. I adored the way she spoke, mm-hmm. where she lived, like, just so many neat things. And I recorded it through Skype, but I didn't download it into, like, download mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So. It was just a phone call then. Yeah, it was just, it was just <laughs> like, I just got to know her over the phone. Yeah. So then I reached out to her. I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. This is what happened. She's like, oh, we can do it again. Yeah. But it's not any the same. That, But, it, and I... So I think that you could also potentially have a good episode because you know what's happening. And yes, there's going to be some parts that are going to be less organic, yeah. but I still think that 
she's had time to kind of collect her thoughts. I I don't know. I think it's just the part of... It'll just be what it is, right? It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you are... It's one thing, like, we were talking off the air about NPR and Wondery and Mm -hmm, these mm -hmm. huge companies that have probably, like, six microphones going. So if they drop one, they have five Editors and, yeah. Yeah. As a smaller podcast operation, there's going to be, there, there's going to be some good and there's going to be some bad and that's, you just kind of, you just kind of keep going with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It ended up being just a phone call in the end with Valerie from the Dominican Republic. We've connected a few times over email and Instagram and have tried to set up a spot to redo this episode, but to this day, nada. And I still adore our visit. So yeah, in the end, it was just two Valerie's talking and nothing recorded to share publicly. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having Anything me on. Anything else? This... Do you want to like... No, this has been super, super fun. I really okay. appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. Cheers. This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Thanks for listening to part two with Mike Montgomery and cheers to Mike. What a great interview we did back at the end of 2019. It's just so nice to have a guest on the show once in a while and a fellow podcaster to boot is always nice to compare notes and experiences. Plus the takeaways. Sounds like he learns so much from his guests and really truly puts pride into his shows. He does have more than one. He's so personable, and if you're looking for a good show about Calgary startups, check out Ideas and Stuff with Michael Montgomery. Thanks for listening today. Please stay subscribed. Please keep in touch and share my show with your friends, family, and colleagues. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. It's growing and building, and I love sharing and learning from you guys. Email or text me at my email address, Valerie at ValerieMoss.ca, and share your ideas and your comments about my show. My new show music is called Girl, and I love it. It's by Text Me Records, Leviathan. Intro and outro is recorded by London Moss. Cover art and production is by me, Valerie Moss. Thanks for listening. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.